Hello, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the Lunar and Planetary Laboratory at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. With me today is Brother Guy Casalmagno, director of the Vatican Observatory. Welcome, Guy. Great to be here. A lot of people don't know there is a Vatican Observatory. Could you tell us a little bit about what the Vatican Observatory is? Well, it's an astronomical observatory founded by the Pope 125 years ago, and the idea was basically to show the world that the Church supports good science. Part of it is we have to do the good science, and since we're astronomers, what better place to do it than here in Tucson? How big is the Vatican Observatory? I mean, how many scientists and how many of them are in Tucson? We've got a dozen scientists. We come from four continents. We speak eight languages, and that's just Paul Gabor himself. Um, half of us are here in Tucson. The other half are in Rome. A few of us are migratory birds that go back and forth. What is the primary goal of the observatory in terms of scientific projects? What are you working on right now? Everybody's got a different project. And the one thing we have special compared to the work that you guys do at the Lunar Lab is we're not limited to three-year grants or a six-year tenure cycle. So we tend to do long-term projects. Here in Tucson, we're using our telescope on Mount Graham. We're doing a survey of populations of different types of stars in the galaxy. We're doing surveys of stellar clusters. And we're looking at near-Earth objects and trans-Neptunian objects here in our own solar system. The idea is basically just to do an inventory of what's out there and then try to figure out how does it all fit in and what does this census tell us about the evolution of these bodies. Your background, at least within the Vatican Observatory, is working a lot with meteorites and asteroids. Was that what you started out to do? In fact, I came to the University of Arizona in 1975 to work with Mike Drake, your predecessor, working in meteorites, and my first work was on the basaltic meteorites. I've been interested in meteorites and asteroids ever since. You know, in 1975, they started this thing called Asteroid Lunch at a Mexican restaurant here in Tucson, still going strong, still people talking about the latest research in asteroids. Although the latest research has changed quite a bit. What we knew about asteroids in 1975 would have fit in a half a chapter compared to what we know today. Well, the fun thing is that how we studied asteroids then is how we can study the objects out beyond Neptune today. So it's a lot of it's just the same techniques. So how did you go from being a PhD scientist, which was actually your start, to being a Vatican observer and a Jesuit brother? Long, complicated story. Um, the real crisis occurred when I was 30 years old. I was a postdoctoral fellow at MIT. You know, I'd finished up here at the University of Arizona. I was the fourth person to get a degree in the Lunar Lab. When I got to MIT, I was wondering, why are people studying astronomy when there's starvation in the world? So I quit astronomy. I joined the Peace Corps, went to Africa, and the Africans said, you're an astronomer. Tell us about the moons of Jupiter. We've always wanted to know how the universe works. And that's when I realized that you do astronomy to feed a hunger that's more than just hunger for food. You know, we don't live by bread alone. I read that someplace. And ironically, now that you're a Jesuit brother, you've sort of taken on a role as the confessor for much of the planetary science and astronomy community. It happens. Of course, I am a brother, so I can hear your confession, but I can't forgive you. To finish the story, this, this, this idea of how astronomy feeds our souls eventually led me first to a small college teaching, which I really liked, and then to teach as a Jesuit, thinking that I could teach at a small college in America. What happened was they saw my resume, and they ordered me to go to Rome under obedience. I had to eat that terrible food and look at that ugly scenery and, oh, yeah, play with the thousand meteorites in the Vatican meteorite collection. 
and come back to Tucson once in a while. Which is where I am now. Has your life changed since you became director of the observatory? It has in this sense that when I do things, now I have to tell all the people who are working at the observatory what I'm up to. Before, nobody cared. Now, they all care. How does this work? Are you a citizen of the U.S. or are you a citizen of the Vatican? I'm, I'm a citizen of the U.S. still. Um, my official residence is now Vatican City. But as I tell people, home is where you get your teeth cleaned. So I still consider Tucson home. Thank you, Guy. This has been Arizona Science with Brother Guy Casamano. I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the Lunar and Planetary Lab, University of Arizona.